supposed emigre used his position to gain information for money. They had come into contact more than once over the years. The man bowed again. Indeed. Fortunately, the winds are strengthening and should bring a change in the weather. The winds that would bring the French from France. But there had been a change in plans. What change? Let us hope it occurs soon, sir. Indeed. I've been almost prostrate these last five days. Five days? He had not anticipated they would make their move so soon. He had to get back to Cornwall and prepare. But what was the change in plan? We will all welcome a change in the weather, even if it brings storms. The captain of your yacht, the Phoenix, I believe would likely be interested. His orders were being sent to his ship. Why drag him all the way to London to tell him that? I shall be sure to let him know. Armand dug out his snuffbox and offered it to Gabe. He lowered his voice. You are in danger, mon ami. They do not trust you. Someone has been sent. He smiled blandly and raised his voice to normal tones. No one but the English would fill their rooms so full on such a warm summer evening. A spurt of anger surged hot in Gabe's chest. He controlled it. He'd spent years trying to win the trust of both sides in this war. Any chink in the walls he'd built could prove disastrous. Who? he asked in an undertone. A double-edged question. Who had been sent and by whom? Armand had loyalty to neither side. He glanced around as if considering the man's earlier words. Personally, I'm surprised anyone is in town at all at this time of year. Armand shook his head, his eyes regretful. He did not know the answer to either of Gabe's questions. A debt paid. Gabe had saved Armand from being picked up by a British Coast Guard one dark night. All part of the job, but even men like Armand, a man who profited from war, had a code of honour and paid his debts. The Frenchman once more raised his voice. No doubt refreshment is in order. Over there, monsieur. Enjoy your evening. Gabe indicated the direction of the alcove where a footman guarded a table, groaning beneath the weight of punch bowls. The Frenchman bowed and moved on. Who didn't trust him, Gabe pondered. The French? Or the British? Either was possible. Or was it speculation without substance? In the world of espionage, rumours ran riot. How was Norfolk? A voice behind him asked as a heavy hand fell on his shoulder. He turned to meet the stern, harsh face of one of his oldest friends, Bain, Earl Beresford, one of only a handful of people Gabe would trust with his misbegotten life. A captain of industry, Bain owned mines and factories that fed the British war machine. His head would not remain on his shoulders if Napoleon held sway. Norfolk is... Norfolk, Gabe said with a brief smile, knowing they were not talking about Norfolk at all. Years ago, in a moment of weakness, he had trusted Bain with his secrets, and hence his life. In return, Bain had allowed him to use his family estate in Cornwall as a secret base. Manners creeps around with snail-like efficiency. Boats come and go with cargo, both legal and illicit. He always told the truth, or as close to it as made no difference, wherever possible. You never knew who might be listening. It's good to see you back in town, Bain said in his usual brusque manner. Come for dinner, next week. We'd be delighted to feed you. I suppose you want to talk politics and the state of the British economy. Poor Mary... Bain's dark face lit up at the mention of his wife. She's used to it, and she has some pretty good ideas of her own. So, will you come? 
The elegant Lady Mary had a lovely and very delicate neck. Easy work for a sharp blade. With a conscious effort, Gabe shook off his black thoughts and inclined his head. It will be my very great pleasure, but I'm not in town long enough, I'm afraid. The news he'd just received made it imperative he leave as soon as he informed Scepter of this latest development. Unlike agents of the Home Office, who reported to Parliament, the political arm of government, Scepter, owed its allegiance to no one but the House of Hanover. Fortunately, for the most part, the goals of these agents of security were in accord. Scepter, however, tended to be more secretive and entirely ruthless in achieving its aims. Next time you're in town, then, Bain said. Let me know your plans in advance, and I'll arrange a quiet evening at home. Meanwhile, stop racketing about. You're looking quite done up. He laughed. Surely not that bad. Not so bad others would notice. Bane strolled away. The man saw too much.